Welcome, late night weirdos. It is Kirk Henderson, editor in chief of MavsMoneyball.com. You're joining me in Mavs party, the time we celebrate after beating the crap out of the Los Angeles Lakers, which feels really good no matter the time, no matter the record, no matter the dimension, war, famine, who cares? Beating LA is fucking awesome, and I'm here for it. Okay, we have a ton of requests early on, so let's just get right to it. Remember the rules, folks. If you come up on stage at Instamute you, you need to unmute yourself and then be looking for the dark green circle around your icon to make sure the room can help you. Coming up first, my friend and fellow cowboy, Jason Gallagher. What's up, brother? I'm feeling really good. How about you? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. That was an interesting game, an interesting win. Um, Twitter was was interesting, and uh, yeah, I had a great time. What do you think? Well, see, the thing about basketball is that it should put you through the ringer of emotions. If you go into every game and you win or you get crushed, that's not any fun. I didn't like the third quarter, but it made me a better person. And I feel better as a result of having watched it. Ah, well, I I don't know if I, if I totally agree with that. No, it fucking sucked, but I'm glad they got through it. (laughs) But, but yeah, you know, my, my bit on the third quarter was, it, it was, it was a, it was definitely not like all the possessions, but it was definitely a lot more possessions than normal did not run through Luca. And it felt like the offense got stagnant. That sort of part partnered with the fact that the Lakers were, the Lakers are like, the Lakers have competent, good, like good players. Like we, they're kind of a bit on Twitter or whatever, but like when LeBron James is like going off, falling over exhausted on, on his bench, um, you know, partnered with the talented players around him sort of at their low point. I think that sort of that sort of uh, energy, especially on defense, combined with the Mavericks, like, I guess, experimenting or whatever on the, in the third quarter, it just made for a really horrible quarter. And it, it felt good to just know that sometimes your game plan is have, uh, you know, the best player under 25. I don't care what Matt Moore says. Uh, on your team. So, <laughs> sometimes that's just a good game plan to have. Yeah, and sometimes you got to go through these steps. So the, the the Mavericks hadn't beaten the Lakers yet this year, I don't think. Austin Reeves, of all people, hurt us earlier in the year. And watching LeBron beat one of his heroes rather mercilessly was, was ugh, man, it felt good. Because there was there was that final floater that he hit, which ended up being the last Mavericks basket of the game. Mm-hmm. LeBron fouled the shit out of him yeah. and the lake and the ref didn't call it because LeBron James is physically incapable of fouling out of a game. Um, and, and that the Mavericks one is just really nice. I'm pretty sure they played the Lakers at least one more time, but this one just felt good at the right time because the, the Lakers dying on national television, which is what's happening to them because they got beat by uh, the Pelicans. They got beat by the Mavericks. And then I'm pretty sure they played the Warriors at some point or the Clippers. Like, yeah, it's, it's just, I know it's probably not quote good for the league, but I don't fucking care. This just felt good for me. Yeah, no, it, it, it definitely did. And I think if you're a good team, to be able to sort of with withstand stretches like that, especially from a team like the Lakers, that's like in at their home. It, it's 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 weirdly one of I've I've galaxy brained my 
my brain <laughs> into thinking that this was actually a really impressive win. I know it sounds like really weird, but like Luca didn't seem right. You know, at times he was doing the turnover thing again, which I really, really hope he gets it together. But, you know, uh, Jalen Brunson becoming like an amazing spot up shooter, like all of these things that, that kind of came together in order for them to sort of like overcome the momentum that was clearly, you know, weighing on them. I felt like that was pretty good, you know? I, I mean, that part is, it's like taking little victories from the fact that it was an ugly win is, I think, the best tack. It it's totally. really is. And my, yeah. hope, my hope is that the, you know, the Mavericks coaching staff have a, an understanding that we should not be experimenting <laughs> when Luca is in the game. I get why you do it. I get to, to be like, all right, let's see what happens if Jalen's running things for, like, you know, however long. But, like, sure. you know, why are we messing with what's working? I, I don't understand. Jalen's hitting spot-up threes just fine. Luca's running an offense just fine. What is happening? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm really grateful you stayed up late to join me tonight. Dude, I'm up. I'm up all the time, Kirk. Yeah. No. You, so it has to happen. Anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. You work all the time. Everyone go subscribe to the YouTube channel for Old Man and the Three. They just eclipsed a much larger number than the subscribers that I have. But they also do much better work than the work that I do. Jason, you got anything else? No, I think that's it. You know, it's again, it's just awesome to have the best under 25 player on our team. Yeah, and- the best. The best. The best. Anyone that says otherwise is trolling me on the internet. Yes. Yes. All right. Trolling all of us, I'd say. All right, Kirk. Be good. See ya. All right. I, I should force uh, secret Mavs fan Patrick Muldowney up on stage here. He is a Suns fan by history, but I have forced him to become a Mavs fan because he helps me organize these green rooms. Okay. Coming up next. Good gracious. We have 25 people waiting. Uh, Matt, what do you got for us tonight, buddy? I got a few things. Uh, one, it's always great to just to beat the uh, Lakers. That is always fun, no matter how it happens. Uh, two, on the under twenty-five thing, are you sure that it's not Zion? Uh, I mean, he's rocking a solid zero point scored this year. He's he's got to be up there. You um, see, there's a highlight reel of him at Duke, and it's just he doesn't look like that anymore. He used to have a barrel chest, and now he has a barrel belly, which as a 30-something man, I relate to. But it's – it's. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, the So a couple things I thought. One, this was a, a – Victor Lugo mentioned it in the chat, but this was a really good example of the Mavs being resilient because um, we've seen this before. The Mavs get up big, and then a team pressures them, and a lot of times – they have just fallen apart in the past. And this game was not pretty. Like, it's not something that you're going to, you know, they're not going to send this game to the Library of Congress to show people later how basketball was played. But, you know, I mean, it still goes down as a W in the box, in the in the record, and that matters. Another thing that I have noticed is, so a lot of people have mentioned Luca's assist being down. I, to me, it looks like Luca's assist are down because he's not being what I call Iverson assist selfish, where he's not always trying to make the play anymore. He trusts uh, Dinwiddie and and Brunson to a lesser extent, you know, just Josh Green even like a little bit. He trusts everybody else to make plays now. Um, there was a play early in the game where uh, Brunson set a screen or not Brunson, uh, Dorian set a screen and then kind of slipped it and they trapped Luca and Luca gave it to Dorian and then Dorian did a pretty solid Draymond Green impersonation and kicked it to Brunson who knocked down a three. 
Like he trusts people, which it doesn't result in assists for him, but the ball moves more. Mm. And so it, it, to me, it looks, it looks fine. I'm not super worried about what his exact assist numbers are. I think long term that actually has a potentially higher ceiling than him just making every single play. Um, and then I thought he had a really good defensive game. Uh, I mentioned this in the Slack, but I think that this is the perfect matchup for him because Russell, like you don't have to guard Russell Westbrook shooting from literally anything outside. Anywhere. Anywhere. It was was so disrespectful. Yeah, no, you could tell and you could tell it bothered Russ because Luka just kept backing up and it really did look like Andrew Bogut guarding Tony Allen, like quote unquote guarding Tony Allen in that series against the Grizzlies way back in the day because he just kept backing up and like Russ was at like 12 feet and he was like, are are you really going to give me this? It's like playing a pickup game where you're just looking at people and you're like, you you really going to give me that? Really? Well, the shot goes so hard off the backboard. Yeah. I mean, and it, when, when he misses a bank shot, it's like he's really, really angry at the rim. It's it's really it, a sight to behold. Yeah, it, it really – like, it looks like he's trying to make a video, like, of how not to do things. Like, it's – No, it, it's like those bullshit <laughs> Maxi is nice videos where he's making fun of someone, only it's fucking Russell Westbrook for real. Yeah, and it's in an NBA game. Like it's just it's hilarious, <laughs> and uh, that that and then pretty much, um, I mean, like I said, they made it through, and that was good. And then please God, Maxi, make a shot at some point. Take I mean, he was three and five from the floor, but it's just I, I the last I mean, time Maxi made a the last time Maxi made a shot that matters, um, I was a younger man. Well, I mean, he, he's one for nine. I, I used this on for the stats post. He's one for nine in 69 minutes since the All-Star break nice. from three. That is that is uh, not not the greatest. And then really the last thing I got, and then I'll let other people talk, is uh, to me this is – obviously it wasn't a good game, but this is the perfect example of what the Bertans role should be, which is he comes in, he gets up shots. If he is not making shots, the coach becomes his safety. Rather than being like Maxi, where it's like, oh, I'm having a rough game, I'm not gonna get him up. Bertans, when he's in the game, is gonna get up his shots. He got four shots, he got four threes up in ten minutes, which is obviously a you know, that's fifteen threes for thirty-six, give or take. And mm. so he's getting them up, and then it's the coach's job to take him out if he didn't want him to shoot him, which kid did. And yeah. I mean, that's really that's all I've got is just that. And it's always good to beat the Lakers. Damn right. Thanks for joining, Matt. Talk soon. All right. Who we got next here? Oh, hey, my friend Chad. I've not seen Chad in a while. How are we doing, Chad? Welcome to the show. Hit the unmute button and tell us what you got. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? It's, it's, it has been a little while. It's going great right now. I'm loving the weather, man. you're looking. Um, I know we talked before the season about the addition of wings, about Reggie Bullock coming in, hopefully being able to make a make a difference. Um, I feel doubly so with the addition of Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm glad we have players. I'm glad we have bodies. I'm glad we have enough people who can create churn to, to get open looks for the shooters. Um, you know, when they hit the shots, we look amazing. When they don't, we don't look as good. But I also really enjoy. I'm enjoying the resiliency that the team is showing. Um, and you know, coming back from 20 against the against the Warriors, and then taking resiliency the is from the a great yeah. word. Resiliency yeah. is just a top because that's the kind of game where Kirk from 2004 to 2015 would just start crying about during the third. 
it, it would have broken the team. Missing the shots would have broken the team in the past. Um, you know, I, I, I don't want to say I hate it, but I mean, Kidd has had a good coaching season so far. Like he's, he's had a good coaching season. I, I think, you know, switching out Rick Carlisle, um, no, Rick is a legend, but I, 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 it definitely looks like it was time. Um, the assistant coaches are great. Sweeney, uh, uh, Co- uh, I'm sorry, Igor. I can't say Kokoskov either. I've yeah, fucked yeah. up so many times. I know what you mean. <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry about it. He'll, yeah, he'll understand. I just, yeah, I, I just, I mean, it's it's kind of surprise. I mean, I don't want to say surprise. I'm, I'm very, very happy. I thought things could work, but it, it things are working right now, and, and we, we're looking good. If Marquise Chris comes back and gives us minutes and, and, and quality play and can do so in the playoffs, I'm I'm pretty excited about the squad. I'm uh, I, feeling good in March while looking ahead and saying, and, and Josh Bo and I just sort of discussed this on our recap podcast. I still feel like there's so many ways where they could, I don't want to like improve is not necessarily correct because I, I still am a little bit tentative about how I feel about their playoff chances, but there's just a lot of different stuff we've yet to see. Like Matt's point before he got off stage mm-hmm. about um, Bertans like getting yanked. Like I still want to see like the occasional Boban minute, like of weird shit. Like I want to mm-hmm. see weird shit so long as it doesn't impact the bottom line. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's a lot of like you said, Boban getting thrown out there will just totally change the the geography of the court. So it, it'll be interesting to see, especially with. Additional shooters like Bertans, additional and and, Bull, and Reggie Bullock hitting shots the way he is. It's there's a lot of ways that Mavericks can adjust. It's it's going to make for a very very interesting first round series against mm-hmm. whomever we play, or it should make for a very very interesting first round series against whomever we play because we should be able to throw out a lot of very versatile lineups. Um, and then we also, I mean, we the the star the the straw that starts the drink, Luka Doncic is is just playing off out of his head right now. So it's it's. It's just really, really, really fun to watch. I mean, getting the switch on LeBron and, and just being able to make those shots in the fourth quarter, it just gives you the confidence. Like, all right, in whatever type of game we're in, we have a shot because we have one of those players. And then when the rest of the team is working around it, it's just it's good basketball. It's fun basketball to watch. What what went through your mind when LeBron James took the step back three from the Luka Doncic shot? It didn't go in, but it almost did. You know what shot I'm talking about? Uh, yes, uh, it was. I mean, a little bit of. I, I was nervous because it's, it's LeBron James and the Lakers. Uh, Luca has been what one and six against LeBron. I know they they, they cited that stat earlier on on TNT. Um, it, and it, it, again, like you said, the, it, between like 2004 for up until uh, uh, pretty recently, it would have been like, all right, it, it's happening. You know, this is this is one of those nights um, we're getting beat up in the post. Our, guy, our folks are getting hit. He's hitting now. LeBron's going to start hitting step back threes. Um, but it also kind of uh, it's kind of indicative when you say when LeBron's tried the, the Luca step back three because it, I don't want to say it's a change in the guard because we're, we're not quite there yet. But it's it's one of those we're in the, one of those moments where we're seeing you know the the, the dominant players being you know you have to being jockeyed with it for 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 for. for for position, so yeah, yeah. That's, that's how it, it, it again. I don't want to say a change in the guard. But I know what you mean now. Yeah. Like I just, yeah. I love, hate, love watching LeBron James play. I, 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 that's not a very good descriptor. It's just 
I want to take advantage of every time I get the chance to watch LeBron play because he's incredible. And watching how he's played from when I remember when I was a freaking teenager and then watching him do this stuff now is so incredible. But then also watching the team that I love beat him. It's just like it was a great mix to end the night is what I mean. Yeah, no, it's 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 speaking of LeBron James, it's been amazing to watch his drink throughout, even though especially when he was in Miami, he was like the most hated in Dallas. He he's a he's an amazing player. He's a very, very smart player. Um it's honestly watching him on this Lakers team is interesting because he has to score and he has to do things that honestly I feel like he doesn't really like to do. He 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 has the most field goal attempt, I think, of any player this season. Um so it's wild that he can still adjust his game and still at least try and carry a team, even even if it's you know a, an incredibly flawed team. Um, and then it's like you said, it's wild to see the, the team that you root for have a player that can be can be considered like uh, uh, not alongside, but in that same class of could be potentially that that impactful of That's a playful I mean. franchise, mm-hmm. right? Where Somebody who could be so heliocentric, but also is also always making the right plays, um, seemingly, except for, you know, getting texts and whatnot. <laughs> but, like, someone who's so heliocentric who can, who, like, but who delivers, right? Um, I'm, I got to laugh a little bit. I was going through my closet the other day. I, I pulled out my Dennis Smith Jr. shirt where he was dunking in it. And I remember how optimistic I was about the, the, the DSJ era and then going into the Luca era and just, oh, no, this is, this is actually what it looks like. And then this, yeah. It's, 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 I, I got to say, I, I'm feeling pretty lucky and blessed to root for the Mavericks because there's, you know, franchises can go decades without finding a player like this. And and it seems as if we've found two, you know, that overlap. And that's that's great. And, it, and so when you're playing against somebody like LeBron James, it's, it's just a great position to be in because it's like, you know, there, again, franchises can never see LeBron James on the roster. Anybody like one guy, let alone yeah. two. Yeah. 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 It's so amazing. Well, thank you for joining me, Chad. I hope you come back more often. I always like when you come on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I've been trying to uh, be a little bit less on social media and, and whatnot, but um, mm. I, mm. I, I really enjoy it. It's not I, I had to. I had to break it. I, I, I saw I saw a tweet earlier tonight. I'm scrolling through my timeline. It was something along the lines of, oh, so you're getting off social media for Lint. No. Lynch is about <laughs> suffering. You need to be on more often. <laughs> we'll talk yeah. soon, Chad. Thanks for coming on. All right. Have a good one. All right. Coming up next, uh, I probably should need to fly through people more uh, quickly, but I'm going to go through people whose names I don't recognize as, as uh, frequently. So, Armand, welcome to the show. Hit that unmute button. Tell us what you got. Hey, man. Um, you know, LeBron obviously did have a great game, but – Got to give credit to Dorian Finney-Smith for tonight. He played some amazing defense. Bingo. Good call. And um, Luca, um, obviously love him, but I he could have been better today. I mean, like, I just feel like they Lakers, they don't have any interior defense. So, like, in those situations, like, you got to attack the paint, you know? Like, we played a good game. Yes. We won. We, sh- we should have definitely won by, like, a lot more. But they didn't, and I still, you know, there's some drama to the game. Like, as long as they win, I occasionally love being put through the through the the ringer, so to speak, of emotions. Um, particularly when it's teams that I really hate, like the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So you're right; they should have won by more, but they didn't, and then they pulled out the win anyways, which 
you know, one of the things that was so funny about that Golden State one the other night is like, oh, well, the Golden State is never – they're 62-1 and one when leading by 21-plus points or something in their history. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure the Mavericks have lost multiple times when leading by 20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so it's just it's nice yeah, to be no, on the flip it's, side. It's it's a part of our culture depending on, like, whoever the players are, whoever the coaches, we're always going to blow leads. Like, there's just no avoiding that. But, I mean, I'm just, I'm glad we came out with the W um, – I'm not too confident about Thursday, though. Well, that's okay. But, I mean, coming out of this this uh, All-Star break, you know, I was sort of expecting to start the year, year post-All-Star break. Like, there was a real possibility of 0-4. So, if they go 2-2, two and two, I'm okay with that. I say mm-hmm. that now. I'll be pissed in here on Thursday night because I'm a bitch. But, you know, that's, yeah, that's, no, that's, I mean, that's like, a different argument. Considering argue. how Steph plays, too, every time he comes to American Airlines, like – it's it's not looking good. And um, is is there any news about Clay if he's playing or not? I've not checked. Uh, Clay is about the only warrior who really bothers Luca, so that would be mm-hmm. of interest. I know Draymond was sick, but I mean Luca puts him in prison. He's just best mm-hmm. for team defense. That's a good question. I'll have to pay attention to that. Uh, yeah, I mean, as long as we put up a fight, um, that will keep me satisfied. But yeah, I don't. I like that we won today, but I don't. I don't like our chances on Thursday. Me either, man. But I hope we you win. know what? I really I'm glad we got tonight's win. Mm-hmm. Yep, thank God. We really, really needed it. Hopefully, hopefully we can catch the number four seed. Uh, and beat it, beat and beat That seems greedy. <laughs> well, thank you for joining. I hope you come back. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna keep flying through people. Let's go with uh, Jared on the other side of the planet. Yeah, pretty good. What do you got for us today? um, Kind of didn't see much of the third, luckily, because I was still working. Um, uh, But yeah, I mean, it was good that they they gritted out the um, the win, which didn't seem like they could have done last year. So um, it's a bit of a sign of improvement, I think, maturity maybe for some of the younger guys and uh, Dinwiddie. Adding in that extra playmaker um, bailout option, um, I think it makes life a bit easier for Luca, um, so he can go full um, full ISO if he needs to. But if he gets doubled, then he's not freaking out as much as he was last year. I think. I think that's that's definitely the case because I don't know if they're ever going to be able to play him, Brunson, and Dinwiddie together. But I feel that. Dinwiddie's a little better under taller pressure, um, if that makes any sense. Yeah, he's a lot bigger than I was expecting. I mean, I, I guess I realized he was about six four, six five, but he just seems um, so much bigger than Brunson. His out there. arms are um, enormous. Yeah, I was actually trying to remember whether they showed interest in, in him. In free agency? Hard to say because we um, never know. We only really kind of hear what they want us to hear. I will say that I was surprised yeah. that we didn't hear more given, um, you know, not to be just too crass about it, but uh, Cuban's a big crypto guy and Dinwiddie's a big crypto guy. So it's always kind of like a natural off court fit, but I guess they didn't. Yeah, I think the main issue, I guess, was that we, they decided to keep. Um, Keep Timmy, um, and that basically meant they they couldn't really afford any any other decent free agent. They only had 
they kept um, Hardaway, and then they also meant that they got they got to keep the the traded player exemption and the MLE. Um, whereas if they as if they'd signed somebody like um, Dimwitty, then uh, they were, only would have had the smaller um, exemption and no no TPE, which they haven't really used. But um, yeah, I think they right. have to keep their options open for that sort of thing. But, um, and have you heard anything about Hardaway? Is he still? So I've not heard a thing, and I think with feet injuries, our best bet is to assume he's out for the rest of the season, and then if he happens to come back, be pleasantly surprised. Jones fractures are notoriously difficult to, you know, like Durant had like three surgeries at one point for his, and Zion, Zion might not be a good case because he weighs a bajillion pounds, but it's just it's difficult. Yeah, I'm getting full. Greg Oden vibes from Zion, to be honest. Right. No, I understand. Um, uh, it's a bit unfortunate because he, I mean, he's a pretty exciting player, even if he's even if he's on, on the opposition. But um, yeah, just doesn't look like it's going to come together yeah. unless he takes a whole another whole another year off and gets his body and everything. Yeah. In order. Um, but um, I think he, it's, it's screwing up his plan and his management's plan to get out of there as soon as he can as well <laughs> right <laughs> right well, what else do you got what else you got for us tonight or today in your in your times uh i think it's about it just yeah just um i think it's it, the main thing is uh dim witty especially Bertans to a less degree just added a bit more excitement and a bit more um hope for playoff success i think than Porzingis because Porzingis just had that um, there's a doubt that whether he was going to be fit and um, the fact that they had to just adjust everyone else's play to, to get him going. Right. Which I think was screwing over the first quarters um, for half the year. And the first quarters was terrible because they were just constantly passing into him for post-ups that went nowhere. Yeah. Or if they did, it just so, didn't really help enough. This is too much. Now the, the hierarchy is yeah. rather clear. Yep. I'll let somebody else come up. Thanks, buddy. Talk soon. See ya. All right. Daniel, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? Hey, Kirk. Um, so just my, like, initial thoughts. So whenever I was just watching the game, like, it felt like during that second quarter, I was just thinking that um, the the Mavs just had, like, a way better bench than the Lakers. And that's why they were able to get out to that run. But then just looking at the box score at the end, I can't believe that the Lakers bench actually outscored our bench. That was just a weird first thought. Sure. Sure. I mean, I, the, the thing I come back to is that Bertans and um, Reggie Bullock was, were one of 11 from three. So there were like a couple of opportunities for the Mavericks to blow the doors off this game, and they just didn't. They weathered a bad third quarter. The Lakers shot 42% from three, and the Mavericks still won. So there's just like a lot of – it was a shitty game in terms of, of how it felt, but that they won and survived some muck is pretty important to me. Yeah, and also just with like the Mavericks' lack of size, just how dominant they felt in the paint, especially in that first half. Like, just they were just scoring at will, just driving to the lane. And I feel like in the third, they kind of went away from that. We're just taking some outside shots just to take outside shots. I'm not yeah. sure just if the Lakers were just clogging the paint, just trying to prevent that. And it I worked. I thought Luka was overpassing. Free tonight. But. 
Say I thought again. Luka was overpassing in the third where he had some options to shoot and just kicked it out to guys who then missed. Yeah, I I for sure feel that. But and then just another thing that was weird, just looking at like plus minuses, Austin Reeves was like a plus seven for the entire game despite scoring two points, and Luca was a minus despite his fourth quarter finish. So just some weird game trends that happened tonight. Right. Right. No, I get it. But you know, it's I, I kind of figured this with just two new guys coming in and getting rid of like your quote second star just you know there's gonna be a lot of growing pains in chemistry but you know Dinwiddie he he stepped up pretty good tonight I mean nine assists is incredible it's weird just to not have Luca lead the team in assists or even Brunson here's a weird stat for you Luca has 15 turnovers to seven assists the last two games and the Mavericks are two and oh yeah that's something that never would have happened I think with Porzingis on this team Ever. I absolutely no. So no, that's that's really just my few thoughts from this game. Like it's good that Luca it feels like hasn't been playing well yet they're still winning. So you know that's always good to see. That's a great that's a great point. Well, thank you, Daniel. Hope you come back. Yep. Thanks for having me. All right, Brad. What do you got tonight, friend? Brad, are you asleep yet? It's only twelve forty-five Central Time. Hit the mute button. Oh no, not asleep. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm just uh, heading back from the game, so it's early for me. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, West Coast. Yeah, good, you got to go to the game, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, super fun. Honestly, first time I've seen LeBron play in person, and as much as I sports hate him, like, he is awesome to watch. (laughs) Dude is good. Yeah. Um, No, yeah, I was just saying, like, uh, Dinwiddie, I think, you know, is so different in a great way for us than what anyone else we have is. Uh, the dude is long. Um, God, he just like is gonna be a person that I think Luca is gonna say like, yes, like I will give this guy the ball and uh, trust him to do something. You know, mostly done so far. Which will uh, ideally help us out, I think, in the long run. I agree. Brad, your audio is cutting in and out like nobody's business. Sorry. I'm going to have to move. Thank you for joining. I hope you enjoyed the game. All right. Talk soon. Um, Let's go with Josh, who has uh, gotten kicked and removed from the chat a couple of times. How are we doing, buddy? How's it going? Good. What do you got for us tonight? I just wanted to say Spencer Dinwiddie has – I've gained more – once again, more and more respect for him. As a player, he, he's a smart player. Even there was a couple, I feel like he had a couple missed threes that still turned, that even though they were missed threes, I mean, they still turned into plays, which might not be as much as to his, to his, to his due as it was what was going on on defense and, or, I mean, on, on the offense and where people were, other people were, but he, he, Ever ever since he's got here, I used to I whenever we first whenever we first got him in the trade, I just I was like, what is this? And right now, I, I'm like, man, just just keep keep doing what you do because <laughs> you're making me look like an idiot, and I'm here for it. <laughs> That's right. It's it's nice to be surprised. It's nice to feel uh, excited. For sure. 
Well, thanks much, Josh. You got anything else? No, sir. That was about it. Awesome. We'll talk soon. Have a good night. Yes, sir. All right. Let's go, Doug. You've been waiting. Guys, I'm just going to fly in order here because we got like 20 people. Doug, how you doing? Hit us with the unmute. Tell us what you got. All right. Bring Doug back on later. Sam, what's Sam, you're not driving home from the game. Wake up! It's okay. Um, come back to Sam here in a little bit. Let's go to my buddy Ruben. Ruben, how are you? Ruben, hit that unmute button. Four straight guests unable to hit the unmute button. Y'all are my heroes. Um, let's go with Ludwig, who's been waiting for a while. What's going on, friend? Hi, it's great. First time actually being able to catch one of those live. Heck yeah! From Germany. Yeah. Uh, so, been visiting a friend in, in the USA. It's great to watch games in not an inhumane time. <laughs> well, welcome to the room. Thank you for joining. Thanks. Uh, just quickly, firstly, I think Pinkface Luca was not as bad as I feared. I agree. I, I, like, he looked good. Uh, Tim McMahon posted some, uh, uh, like, practice video of him today, like, kind of warm-ups, and he looked good, which makes me wonder if uh, he either didn't party or if he made sure to hydrate. Yeah, possibly. Either way, good enough for me. They won. And also, I truly believe this team would not have won or recovered from the third quarter they had last year. I agree. And also, I keep being impressed or being pleasantly surprised with Dimwitty's playmaking. Again, assist leader, nine assists. It's been great. <laughs> it's really surprising and surprising in the best way where it just, it's, you know, just, just, uh, if he doesn't stop it, I'm going to start to rely on him soon. For, <laughs> I'm not sure no, how no, I that's feel. Scary. No, that definitely, no, that's, that sounds scary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining. Do you have anything else for us tonight? No, that's about it. Thanks for having awesome. me. Appreciate you. I hope you come back when uh, the time permits. And if you're not up in the middle of the night, talk soon. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Let's try Sam again, who was uh, unable to unmute just because uh, this software is hard. Yeah, what's going on? I don't know what happened. You called my name and then it just kicked me right well, out. Well, so. or I kicked you out. You never know. What's well, I'll, I'll be quick. I know it's late, but hey, this is what my thing is. So, like I told you on Twitter, that hung, that hangover must have kicked in in the third quarter because that first half they were killing it, and then all of a sudden they just looked drunk and they didn't know what the hell they were doing. So I don't know what happened, but like I said, I'm happy that they won. Um, this definitely is a game that they wouldn't have won last year. And if you notice in the fourth quarter, which is crazy, Carmelo was a bad defender, and they kept switching on him, and he was holding up against Luca. And then all of a sudden they went to LeBron and Luca was cooking him. Like I don't understand that. Like that's a like I I always reference like a very specific video games like Dark Souls, like these games that are difficult on purpose. And sometimes I think Luca just likes making things harder for himself. So him cooking LeBron and not being able to beat Melo is just one of those weird. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I mean, I guess he just likes. I guess the harder it is, the more 
get the juices flowing from, I guess, which I'm not mad about. I like pissed off Luca, or I like competitive Luca, whatever you want to call it nowadays. Mm. But uh, like my thing is now, I, I I like where we're going. We're on the right track, and I don't know where we're going to finish in the season. Like I said, right now I'm pretty confident. I don't want to say confident, but we're either going to be four or five or six. The way way it's looking right yes. now, unless yeah. the just falls off tremendously we're going to be four yeah 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 Yeah. i think five or six is most likely with six being the most likely exactly and like i said i'm not scared of memphis i'm not scared of utah uh denver if they get michael porter back and jamal murray back that that does make me a little nervous but i'm you know i say i'm willing to take what we got right now against any of those other teams oh yeah and by the way one more quick thing all the people that are saying john moran's like second mvp shut that shit up that's ridiculous like Jaw's great. I love Jaw, but come on. I do dude. too. Yeah, no, I do too. Like there were all these spaces going on last night, and I had had a couple of drinks and was uh, watching Yellowstone. So, if, and I don't know if any of y'all have seen Yellowstone, but that show gets you a little amped, is what I'll say. And so I joined a couple of these spaces and listened in, and I, I mean, oh Memphis, clown frauds, um, is what I'll say. Uh, Jaw's amazing, but he's also Icarus, where I wonder if he will ever get too close to the sun and his wings will melt, because he just, the things he does are unbelievable, but what the things that Luca does, I think, are more sustainable over the course of a career. Um, It's just... He's basically, he's basically, I mean, this is just my opinion. We've seen it before. He's Derrick Rose, he's John Wall, he's Russell Westbrook. Amazing athleticism, doesn't have the best jump shot, but can get to the rim anytime he wants, and he'll carry a team to a certain point. But yep. eventually when that athleticism goes away, what's he going to be? That's, that's yeah. the Well, uh, and I think he'll turn into Chris Ball. Like, he's an incredible – God, I love watching John Moran play. But it's just – it's a different deal. It's like being six foot seven helps. It just does. And and I don't know. I, I don't – I hate those kind of like, like straight-up comparison conversations. But my buddy Matt Moore, if anybody follows he and I on Twitter, he's HP Basketball, was like – he was trolling. He was kidding. But I didn't realize that, like, like Luca is beating him in all five statistical categories that really matter, like John Moran, in, in terms of stuff where it's like over the last month alone, Luca had 30, like, basically 35 points, 10, 10 and a half rebounds, and eight plus assists, and Ja had 33 points, five rebounds, and five assists. It's like, this is not, you know. Uh, but did you see that dunk, though? Did you see that amazing that dunk? That dunk was gnarly. I mean, like, it, was, I, I, it was good. It was good. <laughs> it was good. I'm, I'm not going to hate that. It was, it was great. Yeah. We got his tonight, too, so we can't say nothing tonight. Oh, my God. That, it's an, I, how did Josh and I didn't even talk about this? We're 40 minutes into this. A Luka Doncic tip dunk over Dwight Howard is a religious experience. Oh, my God. Somebody, it was uh, uh, the, the the woman who works for, um, the person who works and does Mavs, some of the Mavs social media. I'm looking through my account to find it. Um, she she put the, the uh, what's it, the, the father, I'm not hip, with the, the father John Misty thing, um, set that to, to video with Luka's tip dunk. And, oh, the, uh, uh, the, um, yeah, stretch fathers. No, Luca, uh, father stretch my hands. Um, yeah. with the tip dunk, and it's just I've watched it probably twenty times. <laughs> it's so good. Steph, Steph is is who did it. Um, at uh, well, I'll just post it in the feed. That's yeah. Good that that, get, that was a basketball orgasm right there. Oh, like, so that, good. That, juice is flowing, but I'll, I'll let other people jump on. I'm taking too much time. I turn it into a job space for a second, so I apologize for that. But uh, that's okay. We're having it. Anybody that's anybody that's listening at one in the morning is a uh, uh, same animal but different beast. To quote Kobe Bryant. Talk soon, buddy.
You're right. You have a good one. Mm-hmm. Coming up next, how are there this many people? I love all of you. Um, let's go with my buddy Jason, who's not talked in a long Pretty good, pretty good. Glad we won. Oh, my God, because I would have been so pissed at the referee tonight. I don't know if we talked about that at all, if you talk in the pod, but, oh, my God, they had to challenge that stupid pass. I think there's a tech on Maxi where, like, he literally just got shoved into Carmel Anthony and, like, just insane. Jalen got whacked right after a play by Kent Bazemore. I thought that should have been a flagrant. They just didn't even call that. Dwight got like literally pushed into Carmelo by LeBron and they called that on Dwight somehow. And then I remember this playing the second quarter. They didn't even look at this, I think, but like they called like out of bounds on Reggie Bullock and he was nowhere near the side. Nowhere like, near it. That was a, I'm like super confident about this. I was like, am I being gaslit? What is happening here? But like he was nowhere near. I can't believe they called that. Now it happens and surviving it means we're an hour into it and nobody talked about it. Um, is a good thing. Oh my God, the Dinwiddie tech. I forgot about that. Oh my God, he can't have his hands up. Like, come on, guys. The NBA wants the Lakers to be relevant so bad. Lakers aren't even going to make the play-in game. They're going to they're gonna get taken out by Portland or San Antonio. Oh my goodness. Lakers well, I mean, I need it to happen. I need it to happen for a variety of, like, tactical reasons. Number one, I don't need Memphis getting another draft pick. Number two... I would like it. it. That means it goes to New Orleans, who are like a suffering, you know, pile of despair. That's that'd be okay. Well, I said my piece. See you, Kerry. Have a good night. Be good. Thanks for coming. All right, coming up next is my friend Aaron. How we doing, Aaron? Welcome. Aaron's got the old. Hey, hey, I'm logo. here, Kirk. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Not much. Hey, I'm man. enjoying your look. I'm yeah, it's been a long time. I started a new job. I got hella showers. It was a joy to watch this game. Well, good. Now you're. It's actually the first Bass game I got to watch in like two weeks. Well, you picked a pretty. I don't want to say a good one because it wasn't necessarily a good game, but it certainly. Oh, it was so fun though. It was so goddamn fun. Right. Yeah. Uh, did you notice? Uh, I, it was right before Luca hit that one-legged fade. You know that awesome one that I think put him up five or three. Westbrook had that nice dunk, and he tried to kind of like bow up to Luca, and like you couldn't really see it on the. It, it happened in the flash. I rewound and watched it like three times. Like Luca looked at him like you motherfucker right before he. <laughs> it, it, you couldn't. They should have replayed it more because like I noticed it instantly and watched it like four times. But like Westbrook tried to get it in his face, and Luca just had that look. I'm like, okay, he's about to do something. That's when he hit that. Man, it's so fun to watch and. Those dudes talking about Jaw Luca, you know, I know Matt Moore was trolling, but he was on, kidding man. though. He really understands. He just like like it's like he has, oh, I know. It's, it's like the man has one hundred and fifty thousand followers, and he's like, I'm going to poke the bear, and it's like, dude, it's exactly what he did. I followed that dude for years, and like I've actually got into it with him a couple times on Twitter, but uh, yeah, like like you were saying, he's like a, you know, Chris Paul maybe at best, you know. We all kind of know, we don't really want to say it, but Luca's on that LeBron, maybe MJ type level, you know, just kind of whispering it. We think yep. that. Yep. All right, man. We're just checking in. Good, uh, good to listen to one of these. Good to watch a game. Good. Hope the new job's going well. Hope we talk soon. Yep. Same, buddy. All right. Josh, you've been waiting. Appreciate- hey, Kirk. How you doing? I'm okay. I should go to bed soon. I have Salesforce training in like six hours, but whatever. 
have a question for you. Um, was that the first uh, Luca putback dunk of his career? I certainly don't remember that many. I mean, dunks by year. If you, and, and it, dunks are actually a no, not dunks. But, no, not dunks, but a but a putback. I've never seen. I mean, him that's, do why, a that's why I said I don't remember any. Like he only has like forty-five dunks. You know, that was that was lovely. Um, another thing. Uh, I know that you're trying to move through people, so I'm gonna be quick. But uh, the Mavericks survived a Lakers revenge game because they were trying to avenge all these they're trying to avenge one of the worst seasons that they could have ever anticipated and they were really they were really vibing this game and um it was really impressive that the Mavericks didn't um, kind of give in to what felt almost like uh, yeah, predetermined. It was coming. It was. I felt it coming. I watched the game with the sound off at a bar, and I was yelling. And people <laughs> at the bar here in Chicago were like, "This fucking guy again." Uh, but that's all right because I enjoy being that guy. And I just was pounding on the bar and. They, uh, Luca. First off, Daniel, who was talking earlier, and mentioned that Austin Reeves' PER was higher than Luca's. That is, that is an absolute obliteration. <laughs> like it's like, why does why does PER exist if that's the case? Because Austin Reeves sucked. Massive. He was he's a good defender. Tonight. Reeves is like a defender and a three point shooter, but it was it was not their evening. It was not his evening because we've seen him be great. He was not great tonight. So I don't know what's going on in the PER world, but that's a world that I'm not really trying to visit. And lastly, um, when I called you the last time, I just said, hey, you know what? The Mavericks go four four of ten in this span that would be really great because this is a rough this is a rough section of the calendar and this was an awesome survival game and so um that exceeds many expectations and man that was awesome so uh hey um cheers uh fuck off lakers <laughs> fuck up and you know what? Also, fuck off Putin. You know, well, really. I mean, yes. Let's just get it out. <laughs> right. Seriously. Seriously. Like, because we're watching basketball and this shit is nasty. And and I don't know, like, you know, Slovenia is in the mix. All these countries in Europe um, are now in the mix. And it's like, by the way, like people should, you know, we're watching basketball. And we're doing this. But that. What's going on there is disgusting, so fuck the Lakers, but really the Lakers are awesome in comparison because in the world, uh, that is a bully that you would want to eject into space without a suit, 
And and that's all I got. Thank you. Be good, Josh. We'll talk soon. Hope hopefully Thursday. Yeah. Right. Peace. Much love. Coming up next, Logan. Logan, you're back. Sorry, guys. I'm working through everybody. It's about all my all my wonderful listeners and contributors. I'm trying to get through for as many people as possible. Maybe Logan fell asleep. I wouldn't have blamed him. It's late. Oh, I got it. I got it. I'm here. There we go. Okay. Um, I came from the Lakers spaces, <laughs> and I have some some funny things to share. Please. One guy said it was worse than watching your parents have sex. <laughs> uh, the Lake the Lakers were. He he was from somewhere in the Middle East, and he had woke up at six thirty in the morning to watch them. And he he said. It was worse than watching your parents have sex, sex, except that is just immediate and you're out of the room like the Lakers <laughs> last three hours. And then he called Frank Vogel a Homer Simpson-looking motherfucker. And then he called uh, Russell Westbrook a Ninja Turtle-looking fashionista. It was like, I'm pretty sure if you go on Twitter and look at, you know, Mavs draft, it's like Mavs magic draft. I think he recorded this exact thing. Yeah, I've got a couple of them pulled up to listen to. Like, yeah, I just um, can't do it. But everybody that, like, you're doing the Lord's weird work hopping <laughs> in these things. It's, yeah, it's like, it's either the devil's work or the Lord's work, depending on the. I don't know. Like, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty perverse. The but... stuff always cracks me up because it's like, it's one thing if you're in there listening, but like, and, and, you know, I can say this because anybody that's in here is not going to get mad at me. I tease some of the people that I talk with because I talk with like everybody. I tell them my DMs are open. You want to talk to us, do whatever. But don't like hop into a hawk space on an off day and yeah. talk shit. Like the Mavericks no, are going to be down bad one day. And like, I don't right. want that energy in this room. Like, I'd rather Very commiserate, true. but I don't need like, like my buddy Grant hops into these things and asks trolley ass questions, and I'm like, dude, just like you know, go to sleep. Don't don't do that. It's bad yeah, karma. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm just listening. I don't I don't want to bring any of that on. But if I have if a, a quick basketball observation would I Spencer Dinwiddie is just it's very rare that the Mavs have ballers. I mean, we've been like the white nice guy team for my entire life, um, for 20 years, and. He just kind of has a little bit of that, like, Hooper. I mean, they're all kind of cliches, but he does. And uh, you were talking about Terrence Mann and how the Mavs never have a guy like that. And I I hope whoever the next rim protector type big we get, or even, like, a forward, um, I would like just sort of an enforcer. And that that sort of spirit, um, it's just nice to have. I mean, it's not necessarily – you don't want your whole team to be like that, and it's not – it's it's not the same as having like craft, you know what I mean? It's not quite as important as that. But to have to have guys that just have some confidence, um, and aren't like Maxi, who's like, you know, we love him, but but he's not always the most confident. Yeah, Ma- Maxi so. is giving me Maxi right now, and he the way he's playing lately is giving me like vibes of the dude in Office Space who's like, I was told I was allowed to listen to my music at a tolerable level. Like, <laughs> it's just it's killing me some games. Yeah. But, oh yeah. Well. But but in general, I mean, I assume that we're going to get a center at some point, which I don't really know about, like, spending a lot of money on one or trading. Like, I have sort of – that's a whole rabbit hole. But I just hope it's it's someone to give a little grit. Because teams – like, when Kent Bazemore knocked that guy across the face, I was just like – I mean, I hate Montrez Harrell, but I'm pretty sure he would just charge this dude up right now. So, yeah, I just think Dinwiddie gives – in a different way, Dinwiddie gives it a little more like a, kind of an old-school pickup pick game. Right. Way, but it's refreshing. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining again, Logan. Hope no you come problem. back. 
Mm-hmm. All right, let's see who we got next. Brett, what's up, Brett? You're hanging out late. So- oh, no problem. Uh, yeah, I've missed the last couple of ones of these. Um, but uh, yeah, another random observation that I've had because uh, I've also watched like the last two Slovenian games that they've played, and man, they complain a lot. It must be like like a net like a thing that people from that country just do when they play basketball. <laughs> Because because the the like the commentator was talking about like how much like 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 they got they got the break speed off them by like I don't know it was like Finland or some like some team that has like had no business even being in the game but but they were just like whining the whole time and and it was just, and I was just like well maybe maybe it's not just Luca maybe just like when he grew up this is just like what everybody you know how everybody acted <laughs> um, man Brett. This is the sort of thing that get me murdered on social media. I love this take. I have no I idea mean, I, if it's I true. No I don't idea. care. It's all- I, I was gonna say I have no idea. And like, I mean, like, like overall, like they were just like two immature performances by that team. Like, like getting like beat by you know worst team. But like, I was just like, wow, they really are. You know, and like it was enough that like the the commentator was like multiple times saying like, like you know, th- like the refs have had about enough. You know, like the Slovenian team whining. <laughs> and I was. Like, um, but, but yeah, like in, in tonight's game, um, like kid has basically surpassed like every possible expectation that I've had coming into this season. Like I was obviously very, um, very negative on, on that hire. Um, I'm, I'm still not, you know, thinking, you know, it's like the, like he's like, you know, a great coach, but overall, you know, he's been better than I think most people could have expected after his previous two cents. Um, but he he shares uh, a common issue with uh, with the coach of of your favorite football team, and that is that he is unable to adequately use timeouts. Mm. Um, what agree more. Read, he's um, he really like th- like it's been many times throughout the season where I, he just waits way too long in these and like and like I, and I know the reasoning like I, and I'm not saying that like in theory, like the idea of like wanting your guys to play through it. But like when you're on like a, like when you, when a team comes out of halftime and goes on like a six, nothing run, you have to call timeout there. It's like the Greg Popovich timeout. Like you have to like, like reactively call that, even if you don't like really want to just because like clearly like that's a, that's not an issue of like your scheme is bad. That's an issue of like your team's mentality in that moment is bad. Um, I don't know. So that's, that was frustrating. Um, my hope is that, you know, that's the, something that like the coaching staff will, you know, talk about after the game. Um, that's always the one thing I wonder like about coaches is in terms of like how much is like, are there, do they talk about this stuff? Do they like, is there people in the front office going over, like going back over like those kind of decisions? Um, like not the like actual, you know, on court scheme, but like those kind of, um, like those kind of things, like you know, what do you talk like halftime talks and those um, and those other kinds of. Those, those it's a good question. I will say that if the Mavericks had lost that game, kids' third quarter decisions or really oh, yeah. lack of decisions would have been what we talked about. But they got through yeah. it. Yeah, I was gonna, some... I was gonna say like I, I can't complain too much about like you know the like, yeah. like the like them going away from what was working because when you're up 15, like obviously like if that's the playoffs, they don't go. They they don't do that. Like, right. uh, not not sure about the timeout stuff, but like the this this changing of what was happening, you know, if that's if that's a game that matters more, like that doesn't happen, like they don't 
you know, Luca doesn't start passing like that. I, and I think him passing like that was because he had shots like relatively bad in the first half. Um, and then he wanted to get guys more involved. That was my like read of what was happening there. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, I think, yeah, I went, when Luca like got that put back dunk, I would just like lost my mind. Like I had like no idea that he was able to do like, you know, I don't think he like knew that he was able to do that. Yeah. Like his elbow is above the rim. Like I've never seen him like, jump that like, high. I'm fairly certain what went through his mind was like, he saw it, saw he wasn't boxed out, thought he could just get a rebound. Like that's why he crashed. But then he like realized like, wait, maybe I can do this. Like, I just want to like know what went on in his head. Like as he was, you know, you know, jumping for it <laughs> because like, I, yeah, he's never jumped anywhere near that high. Um, yeah. And the last thing I think you mentioned this on Twitter, but, but when the, the Lakers obviously played like without a center, basically the entire game, um, and the Mavericks, who had success doing that against the Warriors, like that was the re- that was the reason they got back in the game um, on 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 Sunday, and they just did not go to that lineup at all. Like the like three guards and and um, and Bullock and and Dorian lineup, um, which I expected them to try a little bit, but I don't know. That's a lineup that I'm curious. I'm like. Wanting to see get more run um, and more lineups like that, like Green at the five, Dorian yeah. at the five, yeah. et cetera, like Bertans at the five, like those kind of like even because again, especially when they like like if they if they want to you know experiment if they want to you know try out different stuff, which I think you have to when you know when you now have a different team that only has basically two centers and like and you know Kleba is not even really really a center. Um, but I don't know. I just hope to see more of that stuff. Um, and I'll, oh, last thing before I go. But uh, Dinwiddie has, you know, been incredible. But someone needs to like show him where he passed up that one three, and just like tell him like we're gonna fine you like ten thousand dollars every time. Like we're, like 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 you're gonna have to pay Mark Cuban like like a dozen Bitcoin or however much that would be. I don't know how much money that actually is, but like every time you you like pass a shot that wide open, because because like you can't do that. Like like I think I think they turned it over like immediately after that happened. Um, but like like I mean, and like Brunson has gotten for his credit like much better at that. Like not pump faking out of that in driving when you when he when you get when you get that open. But um and and like obviously Dinwiddie you know will improve on that. This only is like fourth game with the team, fifth fifth game I guess. Um, but yeah, like he's been. You know, incredible. Well, thanks for joining, Brett. Hope to talk to you soon. All right, he just punted himself. Ruben, let's try this again. How are we doing, friend? Give Ruben a second to come out of the chat. There Sorry, we are. Can you hear me? Oh, well, wait. Let me uh, stop my. I hope you don't hear the music. Wait. <laughs> Kirk, can you hear me? I can, buddy. What's up? All right, wait. Let me let me turn. Hold on, hold on. Bye, Ruben. All right, Mohit, what's up? How are we doing? What's going on tonight? Everybody's getting tired. It's late. It's late. We're having, everybody's ready for sleep. All right, nobody can find the unmute button. Jim, what's up, friend? Jim, Jim's tired too. That's you know what, guys. This is uh, Christian. What's up, friend? Hey, Kirk. Uh, 
good to hear you. I, yeah, I don't know how you guys do this all the time. I, I'm I'm struggling right now, but um, what a calming presence Spencer Dinwiddie is. Like, it's been several games now, in just a few games he's been here, that he's the one that really kind of gets us gets us through those rough points where you know things are aren't going our way. Um, can you, like I, I just, uh, can you remember when we've had a player like that in recent? I mean, feeling happy when things are going weird for the Mavericks and it's being a non-Luca player. I mean, it's been a while. I mean, like, like who was the guy? He was like a, a unsigned free agent. He ended up going to sign with Sacramento. Like Yogi Ferrell. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Yogi Ferrell. It's been a while. Like, yeah, that's what you know. Just excited to to have him. The three guard lineups I really like, and I I don't even think we've been that creative with them. Uh, so I'll be excited when we try things like you know, really using the dribble handoffs, maybe tinkering with who's at the four and five um, when we have that group out there. Um, that technical on him, he must have said something like atrocious because I did not understand why in the hell he got a tech. Uh, like he put up his arm <laughs> and then, yeah. Um, but the other thing is I, I think, um, you know, we played Westbrook or defensively how we should of just giving him like six feet if we ultimately end up losing because he starts making a bunch of jump shots, like I'm totally fine with living with that. Um, I don't know this, the, the biggest thing and I'll, you know, I'll be quick because I'm sure everyone wants to get to sleep is uh, I can't remember a time. I think we have 11 games this season where we've come back from 10 or more point deficits. And then, you know, games like this, uh, where we kind of battle back through adversity. Uh, I, I, it, I have high hopes for this team that I didn't think that I necessarily would have, especially in the middle of the season, um, and look forward to what we can do in the playoffs. Uh, but, you know, more than anything, hope you have a great night. Hopefully get to sleep uh, here in a bit. Take care, brother. Hey, you too. Man, you're staying up late. You're, you're on the East Coast now. Don't be crazy. Jacob, what do you got for us, friend? How are we doing, Jacob? The audio going to work for you. Hit that unmute button one more time. That's all right. We're getting late. Everybody's tired. DJ, what's Hey, Kirk, what's up? Ready for bed. That's okay, though. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was pretty tired. But uh, that was a pretty fun game, even though it stressed me the fuck out. That's the best kind of sports watching. <laughs> right. Um, I just had a couple uh Luca thoughts. Um that one well first of all, I I couldn't believe we went through like what forty minutes or so before someone brought up that putback dunk. Oh my god. Um I tweeted like after that play, like my life was complete. Like that was Luca's first putback dunk ever. Like I'm um, I'm good. <laughs> um and then that one fadeaway uh 
I think he I think it was LeBron. He hit it over. And it just it just reminded me of Dirk. And I'm just like, oh man, he's in that mode again. <laughs> but I was also thinking just like, well, if this is a close game because of the third quarter, just it was a complete shit show. But if it was gonna be a close game, I'm not feeling all that confident about their clutch time office. It's just been so bad. So so here's some numbers for you. This is a fun point in time. On February 3rd, the Mavs ranked dead last in clutch defense and net rating. Since then, Mavericks are 7-2 in clutch games with a 77.1 defensive rating and a plus 42.0 net rating. So their offense still is in the but their defense in clutch is incredible. That's per Tim McMahon about an hour ago. I did not know that. That is great information. Um, but, yeah, that was pretty much all I have for tonight. Um, you have a good one. All right, thanks so much. Talk soon. Uh, let's try these last uh, folks again. Grayson, what's up? Kirk, why am I awake right now? I mean, we all make mistakes, but we're here together. Yeah. I uh, I loved the, the tweet about the Dinwiddie crypto step. <laughs> undervalued tweet my dumb shit in the middle yeah i liked it and uh every time he entered the paint i thought about it so i think it's been touched on a little bit but i just wanted to highlight luca's little like when he just he gets mad but it's like he laser focuses when he does and it's just a sight to behold and i i that's it's I mean I don't know how you defend it he he got so pissed today that he got a put back dunk like he he was holding his back he was like give me a wheelchair and then he does a put back like he was so mad that he did a put back dunk and I think that's just like really really funny because I think a lot of players when they get mad play worse but it's like when Luca gets mad, he just gets superpowers. Yeah. So I hope it'll piss him off more. Oh yeah, asshole Luca is a is a one of the great assholes of our time. Big fan. Uh, the only other thing I want to say, um, uh, two other things. Luca running an ISO on LeBron, hilarious. Man has no respect for anyone or anything. I love it. <laughs> no respect for our institutions. <laughs> like Luca, like. Even if you like the matchup, like that's just so disrespectful. And then uh, I wanted to say, since uh, getting the bag, Dorian's been pretty good, I think. Yeah, pretty he good. has been. Yeah. He has been, much to my chagrin. Well, thanks so much. We'll talk soon, okay? Yes, sir. All right. We're going to give Jim, I think is waiting, final word here. Uh, Ruben, if you want to try again, too, I'll let you up. Jim, what's up? Hey, I'm finally here. So I was in the chat. And it didn't let me go up. Like, I was trying to exit the chat as soon as possible. No, I get impatient. I'm tired. I'll look at this thing. You, you would be shocked. I tell, like, the Mads Money Ball Slack. I'm like, look, I'm going to do this fucking thing for a half hour, and I'm going to go to bed. And it's you only have a certain amount of patience, <laughs> and that's okay. Like, that's totally okay. Um, I wanted to preview the Warriors game with you Thursday. You're a monster. Um, no, no, tell us what's going on. No, 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 no. So it's not an Ashley televised game, thank goodness. Um, I... I want to know what you think. Is Clay going to be back? First of all, they're going to be home in Dallas, and I, I just don't know what to expect for Thursday's game. Um, I hope that everything's clicking still. I hope Dinwiddie's still a good second option uh, off the bench. I, I don't know what to think about this 
uh, Thursday's game. Can you give us uh, some enlightenment? I mean, I think the Mavs get the shit kicked out of them just because I don't think the Warriors want to lose to the same team twice in a week. It's also just hard to beat the same team twice in a week. And the way the Mavericks beat the Warriors were because the Warriors died as as well as the Mavericks executed. Like a 26-1 to run doesn't just happen because the one team is significantly better. I mean, the the Warriors have so many guys that I just re- like Gary Payton the second, Juan Toscano Anderson, just a bunch of scrappers on top of these these superstars. So depending on who plays, like I, I suspect Clay will play because I think they want to hold on to the number two seed. They don't want to go down to three. Um, I, I feel I, that. Right. Yeah. Uh, last question: Does if Dallas wins, is this a statement win? Yes. I mean, holding everybody off, and even if they do eventually fall to sixth, like there's some. I don't. I don't want to shit on this because I, I want to talk about why they're saying it, not the point. But it's like, there's been a fair amount of people who are like, "Does Jason Kidd deserve some Coach of the Year buzz?" And it's like, realistically, no, he doesn't. But why they're asking is because the Mavericks are playing awesome. So, uh, Taylor if, Jenkins is going to get votes before Jason Kidd. I mean, somebody put it on my timeline. It might have been Grant. Um, let me just scroll through here because I'm super tired. Grant. Um, and um, even then, Monty Williams and then uh, not Kerr, but Monty Williams and Taylor Jenkins for right. sure. Right. Grant, Grant uh, Aifseth of DallasBasketball.com and multiple other places pointed out that the Mavericks fell two games under 500 in that horrendous loss to the Kings two days before the new year. They've gone 21 and seven since like winning 75% of your games is hard in any stretch. So they're, they're, they're pretty interesting. Like, like, I don't know if it'll be a statement game, but I, I I do think it's, it's at least worth uh, having the discussion. Are you pro kid now? No, but I'm also not anti-kid. I, 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 that their coaching staff seems to have like the role of like this is a terrible analogy, but I'm tired and I've had drinks. There's uh, uh, there's a <laughs> there's a game there's a book that I read years and years ago called Team of Rivals about Abraham Lincoln's assembly of his cabinet, and he basically brought together a number of people who had been trying to become the Republican uh, nominee for president prior to the Civil War. And these guys didn't necessarily get along, but they all brought specific things to the table that really helped save the country. And an asinine analogy to end a, a basketball-based <laughs> podcast, but like there's there's just a lot like there's a lot of stuff going on here where it's like like I feel these guys really fit their roles, um, and that that's pretty awesome to me. Like because kid's real problem coming into Dallas was the fact that he didn't let other people do stuff, and now he does. I can't even come back from that analogy, man. Like, <laughs> you've talked about your background in politics and, like, working in Washington. Like, I can't even come back from that. <laughs> well, I mean, I could really, like, one thing I could start doing, and maybe I'll do this in the offseason, is bring in some weird science fiction references and just confuse the shit out of everyone. So. <laughs> you do that. <laughs> All right, team. Thanks so much, Jim. We'll talk soon, okay? Thank you. Thank you. All right. Everyone be good. Somehow it's only Tuesday. I mean, I guess technically it's Wednesday now. we got three days left in the week. Everybody roll through. Try to make it through the week. We'll get to the weekend. I'm looking forward to the weekend. I'm taking off work Friday. I'm going to go see Batman. Josh Poe is a relative uh, or is a huge Batman fan, so the movie is great. Looking forward to that. Everybody be good. Be kind to your your friends, your neighbors, uh, and uh, we'll talk soon.